0: You are listening to the Grace of Bel-Air Sermon Podcast. Grace exists to help people discover a life of purpose in Jesus Christ through discipleship and serving one another. For additional information, you can visit us online at www.graceofbelair.com. And now, we invite you to enjoy this week's sermon.
1: Morning. uh, I want to continue in our uh, series on uh, kingdom builders. We kicked this off last week, and the theme was that God wants to fill our hearts. God wants to fill our hearts, and Jesus said that we could build our life on Him. We sang about that this morning. He's the solid rock, we can build our life on Him to stormproof our lives. And God's Word encouraged us last week with several godly truths that He uses to fill our hearts, and He challenged us as the first priority to give the tithe to the Lord. The tithe is that 10% of our income that the Scripture says belongs to the Lord, and we do this for three reasons. One is that everything belongs to the Lord, everything, everything belongs to the Lord, and and so sometimes people say, "I'm going to pay my tithes, uh, or I'm going to give my tithes. I'm going to pay my tithes." How many know you can't pay what's not yours? But what you'll always see in the Bible, it says, "Bring the tithe to the house of the Lord. Bring the tithe; it's it's the Lord." So it's like if you find someone, um, if you find someone's wallet uh, on the sidewalk, and it's it's well, it's got a lot of valuable things in there. And, and we say, well, I did him a favor, and I gave it back to him. No, how many know you're supposed to bring it back to that individual? Uh, so we tithe because everything belongs to the Lord, and giving brings God's favor. And the third thing was that generous hearts build God's kingdom. So we kicked off with kingdom builders, and today we're going to go to the scripture of how that we can become a kingdom builder, so that we can expand God's kingdom in all the earth. The theme today is that God wants to fill the earth with his salvation, and he uses you and me to do it. Um, he wants to fill the earth. Uh, how many remember the days that if you don't if you raise your hand, uh, it's okay, um, if you remember this, you're probably either collecting Social Security or you're about to get it. So that's that works. But how many remember the days when you would go to get gasoline in your automobile and they would have an attendant pump the gas for you? Just let me see your hands this morning. Yeah, raise them high in the sky. Yeah. And, uh, I rem- you know, I remember that. In fact, th- actually, as a teenager with my first vehicle that I had, we actually had a cut-rate gas station in our town, and at one time, gas was 16.9 cents a gallon. How about that? And so, and I wasn't making very much money in those days, so sometimes I would pull into the gas station, and I would only have a dollar, and I'd say to the guy, give me a dollar's worth, you know, but I knew with that dollar's worth, you know, that'll give me five gallons or so, uh, six gallons, I'd go a long way in, a, in, in a, a car with that, but once I got a job, a real paying job, I mean, you know what I'm talking about, and you, you used to get a real a paycheck, or you might get real cash with a pay stub, and man, I could roll up to that gas station, and when they come out and said, how much do you want, I'd roll that window down, and I would say, what? Fill her up boy I felt good. they filled it up. I was good to go, and they'd wash your windshield front and back, and they'd fill it up you didn't never even had to get out of your automobile well uh, and then the other day we were up in Amish country and at this time of the year i I love apples and I love apple pies and all anything to do with it and particularly with with ice cream. Is there an amen in the house? Yes, so um But there's a place that we buy apples from Seven Springs. And we Barbara and her husband own this orchard and a dairy operation. They're Amish. And I love this. You can go up and you can get like a a bushel of apples for say $18, right? Or a half bushel for $10. And so what, what they often, if you go there. And they've actually said this to me because they said, now this is, you fill this basket up with whatever you want. And so I didn't, you know, I didn't want to seem greedy. And so I'd sort of level them. They said, no, put some more in, round it up. How many know, I like when they round it up. Yes, I like when they round it up. Or I like when they mound it up. Like if you put whipped cream on something, mound it up. I'm with you. I'm ready to, I'm ready to roll with you. Yeah. <laughs> Well God is a God of abundance and he is a God who wants to fill her up. The Bible says that his express purpose for you and for me and for all creation is that the knowledge of the Lord would fill the earth as the what as the waters cover the sea. Can you say praise God? Praise God. He wants to fill the earth with everything that He's put in our heart, He wants everyone to experience that. Fill the earth with His salvation. This past May, um, Chris and I had the opportunity, along with some other pastors, at the invitation of a, a group that is part of the Assemblies of God World Missions, and uh, my brother Phil uh, actually does work for them and because he's always had a heart for missions and it was just a natural for him and so we were invited to go to Spain to the island of Majorca. Uh, There's a a church that is being built there and it's the the island of Majorca has a million people and um it, it, it doesn't have a large middle class, like most of us here this morning are middle class. It doesn't have a large middle class, but you might recall that we sent some uh, video back of footage that morning when we were worshiping the Lord in that church, and it looks, it reminded me so much of the people of Grace, but it looked like Grace en Espanol. That's what it looked like. So many first-generation people are, are coming there to Spain, and my heart was so touched and so moved, and I just felt the Lord speak to me um, to come alongside of that church, develop a sister relationship, and to help them complete this church that is the first church on that island in 60 years, Bible-believing church in, and only the third church in the history of one million people that's being built, the Bible believing, in a, at a church that is the Muslim population is growing, other uh, populations are growing, but Christianity, and they're doing something in post-Christian Europe, and that place they have 1,500 people. Can someone say praise God? And it was packed out. And so... Uh, we invited Pastor Daniel and his wife, Noemi to come. We just love them with all of their hearts. And, and I will say this, the day that we flew there, we went to meet them. There are several volunteers. Uh, they work every Saturday. And my brother, Phil, had reminded me of this. He said, I wanted to meet Pastor Daniel. And they said, you already met him. And he said, what do you mean? And he said, well, he's one of the guys that were covered with drywall dust. He's working side by side, and so we, I just felt this is really good soil. So they couldn't come because of a health issue, but that health issue, there's some really good news. We just found out that it's not nearly what they were, thought it was going to be, and it's something that's treatable, and can you say praise the Lord, amen, praise God. So I want Daniel, or uh, Jonathan rather, to come and Gary will translate, and we're going to show a video right now of greetings from Pastor Daniel and Pastor Noemi. God bless you as you come.
2: Amado Pastor
1: Paul y amada Iglesia Grace, estamos muy contentos de poder enviaros este saludo
2: a través de este medio. Nos hubiera gustado tanto poder estar con vosotros estos días. Teníamos tanto deseo y tanta alegría con la posibilidad de esta visita, motivos de fuerza mayor relativos a la salud de mi esposa
1: hacen imposible que estemos allí, pero de todos modos queremos transmitiros nuestra gratitud, nuestro cariño, nuestra infinita gratitud al Señor por vuestras vidas, por vuestro apoyo, por vuestra compañía y especialmente por vuestras oraciones a nuestro favor. Recibid un cariño muy entrañable de nuestra parte.
2: Una las palabras de mi esposo para agradeceros hermanos, vuestro cariño en este tiempo, vuestras oraciones y siempre va por delante nuestro agradecimiento a todo lo que estáis haciendo contribuyendo en la obra del Señor en este lugar. Un abrazo
1: entrañable para todos. Well, God bless you. Let me give you a hug and greetings in Jesus' name and it's been a delight for you to be with us and you'll be here next Sunday also. So God bless you. Thank you very much. Muy buenos días, Iglesia.
3: Good morning, church.
2: Before I share
3: with you, I'd like to first of all thank Pastor Josh and Skyler for being, our, being my host during this time I'm here.
2: También quiero agradecer al Pastor
3: Paul. But also Pastor Paul. Él ha sido un
2: guía turístico.
3: We went on a tour with him, a tourist trip.
2: Hemos vivido una experiencia muy interesante con los Amish, que voy a dejar que él pueda contaros en alguna aplicación, en algún sermón. Y
3: tuvimos un tiempo muy interesante en uh, in el país Amish, con algunos de los Amish. Y voy a dejar que los pastor de Paul decirles sobre eso, probablemente en una de sus sermones, él va a hablar sobre lo que pasó.
2: Os vais a reír. Yeah. Me gustaría también agradeceros a cada uno de vosotros por la acogida y la recepción. De mi persona en representación de, de nuestra iglesia.
3: I, I'd like to thank all of you for receiving me, and I'm here in, for my entire family and our church in Mallorca.
2: Estoy aquí representando, como se ha dicho, al centro cristiano de Mallorca.
3: I am here representing Central Christian of Mallorca.
2: Y te preguntarás, ¿dónde está Mallorca? And if you ask,
3: Where is Mallorca?
2: Está en el Mediterráneo, es una isla que pertenece a España.
3: It's in the Mediterranean Sea
2: and it' is part of Spain y la conocen como la perla la joya del Mediterráneo
3: And it's called the pearl of the Mediterranean. Si
2: buscas fotos en Google vas a entender por qué.
3: If you go and look on Google you'll see why it's called that.
2: Esta iglesia nació hace unos años cuando tres misioneras suizas de las suecas perdón de las asambleas de Dios llegaron a nuestra tierra.
3: Uh, this church was born when three missionaries came from from Switzerland and started uh, ministering in Mallorca.
2: entonces ha un And
3: they had a a heart to serve,
2: eh, acogiendo a niños sin hogar.
3: And they would uh, take care of children that did not have a home.
2: Personas con problemas de They
3: helped people that had addictions.
2: Ancianos abandonados por sus
3: familias. Hoy nuestra iglesia, por la gracia de Dios, es una iglesia multicultural. Cuando
2: leemos estos dos, nos sentimos muy identificados.
3: Y cuando a ustedes, nos sentimos muy identificados.
2: Hay aproximadamente 35 nacionalidades.
3: There's about 35 nations represented in our church. También es una iglesia intergeneracional, and it is uh, 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 an intergenerational church.
2: Y una iglesia que está en un lugar estratégico en Europa.
3: And it's in a very strategic place in Europe.
2: Por causa del turismo, pasan alrededor de seis millones de turistas por because, la isla.
3: Because of tourism, there's approximately six million people that come through our island.
2: Y también es uno de nuestros focos de misión, evangelizar a estos
3: turistas. En
2: la actualidad somos aproximadamente unos 1.500 hermanos.
3: We are about 1, in our
2: Hay tres iglesias distintas, saludables, consolidadas.
3: Y are, three actual churches that are all united as one.
2: Pero tenemos grandes problemas de espacio
3: but we have a big problem with what we what is space to function
2: porque la familia ha crecido
3: the has grown,
2: pero no el edificio
3: but the, the building has not
2: cada domingo en la iglesia principal se reúnen 200 niños aproximadamente
3: so every sunday we have about 200 children
2: Y no tenemos el espacio suficiente para atenderlos como es debido.
3: Cada
2: semana damos de comer a 90 indigentes, hombres.
3: Um, every week we uh, feed about 90 people that need uh, need food.
2: Pero tampoco tenemos el espacio adecuado para hacer esto
3: como es debido. And we really don't have the space to, for that ministry to function either.
2: Cada semana nuestro banco de alimentos sirve a unas 150 familias.
3: Every week food 150 families.
2: Cada semana se reúnen unos 80 adolescentes.
3: And every week we have about 80 teenagers that gather together.
2: Podría continuar, pero la conclusión es que en cada caso el espacio no es suficiente para Realizar este ministerio como es debido.
3: And I could continue, but the the point is, uh, the facility can't manage the amount of ministry that we're trying to do.
2: Como estaba comentando Paul, en nuestra iglesia somos, eh, perdón, en nuestra isla hay un millón de habitantes.
3: Like Pastor Paul just said, we have about a million uh, population on the island.
2: Pero solamente hay un porcentaje muy pequeño de cristianos
3: evangélicos.
2: Y también como comentaba el pastor, somos la tercera iglesia que va a construir un templo.
3: Y as pastor Paul,We are only la third evangelical church to be built en la island.
2: Sé que esto os sorprende porque aquí yo veo en cada en cada calle tres
3: iglesias. many
2: Pero esta es nuestra realidad y nuestra historia.
3: But that is the reality of our history.
2: Y Dios está actuando en nuestra historia y en nuestra tierra. Y todo el pueblo de Dios está involucrado. And
3: all of the people of God are involved in it.
2: Como decía Paul, el equipo pastoral está totalmente involucrado trabajando semana tras semana como
3: constructor. Y
2: tenemos la gran misión de reevangelizar Europa.
3: Europa.
2: Por muchos siglos Europa ha enviado misioneros a África, Asia, América.
3: For many years Europe sent missionaries to, uh, to Africa, to the Americas.
2: Pero ahora necesitamos que desde África, Asia y América se envíen misioneros a Europa.
3: And now we need missionaries from Asia, from Africa, and from the Americas to go to Europe.
2: Así que si sientes un llamado en tu corazón,
3: so presta you, atención. So if you feel a calling on your life to do that.
2: Estamos profundamente agradecidos.
3: We are so uh, profoundly grateful.
2: Porque vosotros representáis bien el nombre de vuestra iglesia.
3: Because uh, I'm here representing our church.
2: Pero vosotros but también representáis el nombre de vuestra iglesia, Grace.
3: But also we we are with you here at Grace.
2: Y vosotros habéis sido un regalo de Dios para nosotros. And
3: you truly have been a gift to us.
2: Gracias por vuestra generosidad,
3: Thank you for your generosity,
2: por vuestra hospitalidad,
3: for your hospitality,
2: y por vuestras oraciones.
3: and for your prayers.
2: No dejes de orar por nosotros.
3: Please, do not stop to pray
2: for us. And
3: we are all working together to extend the same kingdom.
2: En lugares, we're
3: in distinct
2: places
3: but we're following the same
2: Lord and we are
3: building the same family. God bless you. Gracias. Thank you.
1: So, Jonathan, you're the son, yes. representing your mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, afterwards, he'll be out and he'll be in the lobby. Mm-hmm. And I understand you have a your firstborn, yeah, little uh, Anna, yes, six weeks old. Yes. Yes. And if you ask him, he might show you a picture of his beautiful wife and the baby. Yes. I, will. So, I will. Yes. <laughs> yes. So. Uh, The Lord has put in my heart, heart, and I shared it with the leadership, that we want to help the church in a significant way, and we'll be giving you more information about that. But um, how long has the church building process taken place? Like
2: 15 years.
1: 15 years. Um, Here we're used to two years Get your architect prints, and we have a lot of regulations. But we're talking about post-Christian Europe, yeah. right? Yes. So, my understanding is that the project has cost. I've heard different figures mm-hmm. from you, and then I've heard other ones. Mm-hmm. A, a total of five to even seven million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Their congregation, because because they are they work as hotel workers, their service industry, first generation, our income is about a million, a million two per year for 300 people. Mm -hmm. Theirs is about 350,000 for 1,500 people. So, and when we went there, uh, people were that look very tired and very weary. But you're within a half a million dollars, is that right? Of finishing the project. And you've been at it 15 years and the government's losing patience. And so when does it have to be finished? On June. In June of 2023. How many know that's not a long way to to go? But I believe the Lord has made our path crossed Mm -hmm. and we wanna help you over the finish line. Mm -hmm. Yes. This is a major project in a major city, and it's a world-class facility. So, do we have the pictures that they sent this morning? Yes. Uh, there you go, that just... Okay, this is the service today
2: at morning. We have three like this. Okay. And we have to do another picture, too. Yeah. We have to put uh, 13 uh, 30, cheer, 30, yes, yes. chairs more. Outside, because it was not uh, space enough uh, on the t- on the on the temple. Yes, yeah. yes.
1: And understand, there, as here, with Anglo's, we like space in between them, us. How, how many like space? So, <clears throat> uh, no, they don't. Uh, they, yeah, like this. <laughs> When we were there, they had 300 people. It was, I mean, jam-packed. Yes. And the ceilings are maybe eight or nine feet tall. And so, but this facility that you're building is really, it, it is the right tool to build to reach that city. Yeah. And we thank God for it. Yeah. So, sure. yes, yeah. so would you give him a good hand clap as he goes? Thank you so much. All right. Yes. God bless you. Yes. So... How are we going to do, not only that, but how, how can we uh, fill the earth? Um, how can we build God's kingdom wherever we are? So I want to explain kingdom builders um, a little bit more this morning. So the first thing that kingdom builders, uh, the kingdom of God, let me put it this way, depends upon is the tithe. This is is the first thing right here. And I I want to share a scripture with you. It's found in Malachi chapter 3. And please hear the word of the Lord this morning. Will a man rob God, yet you are robbing me? But you say, how have we robbed you? And God replies, in tithes and offerings. You're cursed with a curse, for you're robbing me, the whole nation of you. Let me explain this. When we read this, we say, "Oh, that's that's a cruel God. He's cursing me." No, if you go back to the scripture that Pastor Bobby shared with us last week in Genesis chapter four, you remember Cain and Abel. How many remember Cain and Abel? And what the Lord said was this: <clears throat> He said, "He said, I've accepted." Abel's offering but Cain I've not accepted your offering because you gave what you wanted to give not what I wanted to give and this is what he said as a result of this sin is crouched at your door and its desire is for you to get you so what what this what this is as the tithe is that first tenth that belongs to the Lord. And when we we do that, we take away one of the main avenues of the enemies who came to kill, steal, and destroy. We remove that from immediately lying in wait for us at our door. So let's go on. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse so that there may be food in my house and test me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, I, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you a blessing until it overflows. Now how many, we heard that God wants to fill all the earth with his salvation. He is an overflowing God. So I will rebuke the devourer. That's the sin, that's the sin that crouches at the door of your life and my life when we say, I'm going to do things my way. Okay. So, God has designed this from the very beginning to bless and to benefit, but also to protect our lives. I'll rebuke the devourer for you that it will not destroy the fruits of the ground, nor will your vine in the field cast its grapes, says the Lord of hosts. So, What the tithe is, once again, is that tenth of our income that belongs to the Lord. It's based on what we call in Scripture, it's found throughout all of Scripture, the principle of first things first. We find, and first things first was pre law, it was during the law. We see it explained in the law of Moses. And the law of Moses was written, what Paul the Apostle said, the law of Moses was written to be a schoolmaster, to teach us, and to lead us to Jesus Christ. How many, let me ask this, how many you have repeated over and over to your kids when they were little or now what the rules of your household are? Does anyone do anything like that? Maybe some of you have even gone to extremes of you put, if you do this, this is what will happen. Is there anyone that you, you do that? You have these things all over the house so they know. So the law came through, through Moses to the people of God to say, this is how I operate and this is how I want you as my people to behave so that I can fill your heart with everything that I planned for you. Because if you try to do it on your own, sin is crouched at the door. God wants to open the windows of heaven to bless you and to bless me. And so in the days, weeks, months, years ahead, what kingdom builders uh, will involve is this first thing. We just want to disciple you in the ways of the Lord so that we can be a strong, life-giving church and God can fill our hearts. So we have a wonderful brother in the Lord, Thaddeus Tomlinson. I've asked him to come because he's shared some of what God has done in his life uh, through giving. And I'm going to have you come, Thaddeus, and, and grab a microphone right on the, front, uh, on the front pew. Thank you. And come up here with me. Yeah. <clears throat> now, what I want to say, Thaddeus... Uh, is a handsome-looking man, was a real good athlete, uh, but he, he's a police officer in Harford County, recently promoted to lieutenant, and yes, yeah, yes. So just share your testimony with us. Good morning.
0: When Brittany and I first came to Grace, uh, we were on a fixed income. Brittany was working a part-time job while she was being a stay-at-home mom, and I was working hours and hours of overtime, it felt like, just to make ends meet. I even took classes to get my real estate license and started working a second job, but I barely sold enough houses to maintain my license. We barely—we didn't have the ability to save any money, and we often felt like we were just paying bills and going paycheck to paycheck. Growing up, Brittany and I gave offerings to our home church, but we never truly tithed. Brittany and I knew that we were supposed to give a tenth of our income to the Lord, but there always seemed to be reluctancy there as to why we didn't. Before I came to Grace and at my home church, the excuse not to tithe was I didn't bring any cash and the offering plate didn't take Venmo. So so when we came to Grace and they not only had the offering being passed around in person, they also gave a giving platform online for you to give. We no longer had an excuse not to do so. Brittany and I loved the Lord and knew that God would be faithful in response to our giving, but we were always reluctant. So in 2020, the year of the pandemic, and when our church country virtually shut down. Our first step in obedience was for me to get out my calculator because I'm absolutely horrible at math and determine what I had to give and give knowing that God would be faithful. As time passed, tithing became a routine. That routine became a priority and eventually it produced a joy. We were happy to see the growth in Grace's local missions, our community outreach, our missions abroad, and even the planting and rehab of Grace in Espanol. We found that our faith increased our obedience, and as our obedience grew, our faith grew. The same year that we began to tithe happened to be the same year that God blessed my family's finances. My real estate business took off, we were able to save money, and we gave more that year than we ever have in our entire lives. To this day, we are still giving and are looking forward to the next opportunity to financially support God's will.
1: Yes. Praise God. (laughs) Yes, I wanna say one thing. If you want to buy a house or someone to list your house or find you a house, really, this is the man. Amen. He does. (laughs) I've heard nothing but good things, and so we're just glad to refer that to you. We love you, we love your family, love your kids, they love the Lord, they want to be here in God's house, I mean, you can't keep them away, so thank you so much for just first things first and being the blessing that you guys are, God bless you. Thank you. All right, bless you, ma'am. all right, yeah. So, test the Lord, would you test the Lord, would you open your heart to him, and because he said, test me. How many believe God will te- pass the test? He's never failed us yet. We sang about that this morning. He will not fail you, praise his name. The second thing is what we call uh, the, the, the kingdom builders, as far as if we call uh, the, the, main, the, the flagship, if you would. And what, what this involves, <clears throat> with, uh, so much of what I'm talking about, grace does um but we want everyone in the church involved with this so we can we, we can take advantage to of the opportunities that God is putting in front of us and so for instance this involves a, a number of things this is uh right now we support 60 different missions organizations or missionaries on a monthly budget um and you, you give so wonderfully and so generously. Um, and so uh, next week, uh, we're going to give an opportunity to re-up that. We're, it's called Faith Promises. That's what these are. We do this every year. Uh, we'll call them Kingdom Builder Faith Promises. And you also give when there's special needs presented. And so in Kingdom Builders, every month, we're going to present um, something that represents building the kingdom of God. And it could be a, a number of things. So I'll just pick out some of these things uh, that are random. Um, let me see. Okay, future leaders, for instance. How many, now I'm really proud of you guys sitting on the front, on the front row, or the second row right here. How many love our kids and you? Yeah. And then outreaches. How about Fam Jam? How about Fam Jam? 800 people. On um, here last week, several new families that were here. These are outreaches, party in the park. There's so many things that, that we do. Um, and then, global this is all the, the world missionaries. These are beyond, these are outside of the United States. And then we have like Convoy of Hope. Uh, this is an international organization, Assemblies of God disaster relief. These are just some of the things that we presently give to and we respond to. Um, uh, there's also facilities and uh, that when a special thing comes up, we, sometimes we ask, we ask you to give towards that. And then local, all the local things that we're involved in. Just recently, we've started the foster uh, mini, foster uh, ministry and foster care. And when I was approached about this, I, without hesitation, I said, we've got to do this. This is the heart of God. And how many know that when we team with God's heart, when we take a step and we give to what the heart of God is, God blesses, blesses us. And so what will happen then every month, we'll, we'll highlight a, a ministry that we are giving to just to s- stir up the waters and then through those offerings and through the faith promises, you're faithful in that. What will happen then, we're going to take, um, it's like, just look at it this way, putting water in a bucket, and we're going to pour that out, and we're going to say, oh my, there's good, oh, there's, we'll give to this, we'll give to that, and we'll, we're able to meet every need that comes our way to the glory of God so we can fill the earth with his, with his salvation, his presence. Praise his name. And then at the end of the year, there's what we call, we'll call, we call an impact, a kingdom builder's impact project. How many remember last year it was Grace and Espanol, the Henderson Road project? How many remember that? Would you raise your hand along with mine, right? Now this is what? Uh, it came up. There was a need. And we did this during the holiday season. And I know some were thinking, and I even thought it myself, but I felt, no, we got to do this. This is the Lord. Well, who's going to give during the holiday season? I'm going to tell you, you made commitments of $100,000. And do you know that all of that has come in? Would you give yourself a hand clap this morning? Yeah. And this is what's happened. You saw just a few weeks ago all the water baptisms we had, several of them for Grace and Espanol, and adults from there, their teens from there. Pastor Josh told me last week they had almost 60 present, and that's several families were missing, right? Almost 60 present. But he said, How many have found Jesus as your savior since you started coming here just in the last two months? And he said there were people raised his hand that he had no idea about. And that's what I call filling the earth. How about that? And so with Majorca, the Christian center, this is going to be our end of year, our impact project. We want to raise, uh, God put this, there's two figures. Uh, one is a 25,000 of victory goal, but the other was a 50,000 goal. To And I, I said, Lord, you put these in my heart. And I just believe we're going to do this to the glory of God. And so we'll ask you, we'll present it. And we'll ask people to give as much as you can, as quickly as you can. We're going to end out the year so that we can help push them over the top. That's how Kingdom Builders works. And I'm so excited. I can, I'm just excited about it. I'm just excited to, oh, I, I love to finish things. How about you? I love to hear people are coming to the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, so... Why we do what we do. I want to share three things with you. The first is because of the Great Commission. And I'm going to, we won't show the scriptures. I'll quote the scriptures of the part that we need. The Great Commission. Jesus said this. He said, all authority disciples has been, on heaven and earth has been given to me. Go therefore, making disciples in all the earth, teaching them whatever I've taught you, to do, and baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go and fill the earth. Go and do that. Acts 1:8 says, You shall receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon to be my witnesses, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost part of the earth. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news. But then it goes on to say this, but how, they, how can they hear unless some, someone is a preacher? And how will they preach unless they are sent? And so we do it because of the great commission. Jesus said, as the Father sent me, even so I send I you. The second reason is because of the parable of the talents. And this is found in Matthew 25. And we won't go there, but it's in your notes. Um, it's to be about our Father's business. And what it was someone came to Jesus, and they said, Jesus, well, what is, what's the kingdom of God really like? Well, first of all, the kingdom of God is an upside-down kingdom. It's not a kingdom like we see, and so he said, well, this is, he said, let me explain it, and he taught a parable. He said, there was a really wealthy man, and he went away for a long, long time, and he said, I'm going away, but I don't know when I'm going to I will come back. And so he called some servants in, and he said to one, he said, I'm going to give you five talents. And it's talent, he's not talking about that you can sing good, or you're a good carpenter. What he's talking about, that was actual, it was a form of money. And he said, I'm going to give you five talents, and someone else come in, he's going to give two talents. And someone else, he's going to come in, one talent. He gave it out as he wanted to. I want to encourage you this morning, Don't be jealous because someone has more than you have. You know, you you know what I'm saying? The Lord apportions as he wants to, but this is what he says. I want you to be about my business and you go and take what I've given to you and you, you expand my business if you would as much as you can. And then when I come back, you're going to, you'll stand before me, you'll give account. Now, how many, doesn't that, Jesus said this is what heavens are like. How many know that Jesus is the master and he's gone to heaven and he said to us be about my father's business he sent me I send you and he's put into our hands all these things he's put into grace's hands look at this beautiful facility look at the what he's put into our hands that we can fill the earth with his presence with salvation all the gospel for all the world so everyone may hear So he came back after a while. They did not know. And by the way, Jesus Christ is coming back one day and we don't know when he's coming back. We believe it's getting closer and closer and we stand, we'll stand. There's there's two judgments. I won't get into all of it, but what we know from God's word, there's one that when Jesus comes back, everyone of the world will stand before him And is your name found in the book of life? That's the first. Is your name found in the book of life? Have you made a conscious decision to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, to follow him? And if so, your name is found in the book of life, and he will say, enter into my kingdom, into my heaven." For those that aren't, that have said no, we don't want anything to do with you. We're we're going to do what we want to do. It's over with. And then the second thing is what they call the great white throne judgment. That's when we're we all stand who are followers of Jesus Christ, and we stand before Him and we give account for what we've done. And Paul the apostle writes about this, and we find it in other places. But we give an account to the Lord for what we've done with what He's put in our hands, and and, um, man, I, I want to have a crown to cast at his feet. Is anyone with me? I, I really do, yeah. I want to have something. I, I don't want to, you know, Paul said what you do is going to be t- tried by a fire and it'll come forth as pure gold or silver and there, there's a crown that can be made and we should crown him the king of kings, the lord of lords. I don't want a thimble crown. How many of what a thimble crown is? That's a little tiny crown. Thimble that when we were kids, it, it was what if, if someone sews, they put this thimble on the end of their finger because when they're sewing, they won't puncture their finger with that needle. And what we'd do, we'd take a marker and we'd make a figure, a face figure. We'd play, you know, like puppets. I don't want a thimble crown. How about you? I want to step up there. I want him, however it happens. I don't know. He says, Paul Drost. Oh, oh my. I'm going to say, Lord. Thank you. This is what I've done. Uh, I tried to fill the earth with everything that you've given to me, all to the glory of Jesus. And then, But then there was one guy who came and he said to the master, he said, look, okay, here you go. This is what you gave me. You got it. And he was resentful. He said, I knew your hard man and and I, I knew you're exacting, so I just went and I buried it, so now it's yours. You, you take it. Jesus said, you're unfaithful. He said, cast him out, but give that talent to someone else that's proven their faithfulness. And friends, what Jesus said is this. We can, we can approach him with, with true gratefulness in our heart, or we can reproach, approach God with resentfulness in our heart. We resent what he asks us to do. We resent what he asks us to give. We resent that he's trying to protect us. And we say, we're going to do it our way. How does that work out? Just let me ask you. And so God does these things primarily for our benefit, to fill our hearts. And from our hearts, when they're full, we say, Yes, Lord, we want to do this. The third thing is because God loves a cheerful giver. Let's go there. And 2 Corinthians chapter 9, Paul said, He said, for God loves a cheerful giver. He said, don't, don't give under compulsion. But don't give under compulsion. But he said, give what you've set aside. And he said, if you do, God is able to meet every need. He's able to supply seed for the sower and bread to the eater. He's able to make all grace abound to you and to me. And I love that, all grace. I'm a candidate for all grace in my life to enter into his joy. But he said, what he said was this, that as you do this, the need will be met in the lives of others. They will give praise to God, but they will thank God for your generosity for helping them. And so as we go into the future that God has for us, Um, He had, when Joshua took over from Moses, in Joshua chapter 1, this is what, this is what the Lord said to Moses, to Joshua. He said, now Joshua, my servant Moses is dead, but he said, you're the next man up. And he said, you're going to lead my people every place the sole of your feet goes, Every place it treads on. And he said that, you're going to lead them to possess this land for my glory. And he said, but be strong and courageous to do this. And I want to encourage us today, church, we're going to have the band come. Let's be strong. Let's be courageous. Let's say yes to the Lord with everything we have. And when we say, Lord, yes, I recognize it all belongs to you. I give you the first part. Um, I, give you, I, I give you because you've promised, if we do this, Lord, that you'll redeem the rest. You'll make the rest uh, go even further than what that 90% is. And church, I want to just say this. The Lord is going to bless. And I'm not ta- just talking bless b- about a bigger automobile. I'm talking about a blessing that I and you cannot contain. That's the kind of blessing that I'm talking about for our lives, and that we will have a story to tell, praise His name, amen. Would you stand with me this morning? We're going to look to the Lord. Yes. Yeah. Would you bow your head with me this morning? And our prayer teams, I'm going to ask you to come. How many would say, Lord, yes, I want to be a kingdom builder. Yes, I want you to use me. Just raise your hand along with mine. Just raise it up high. Yes, Lord, everything you have is, is yours. I'm going to ask this next thing. I've shared this week, you heard last week about things belonging to the Lord and the Lord is speaking to you and you said, yes, I'm going to take that step of obedience. I'm going to put the Lord to the test. If that's you, would you raise your hand along with mine this morning say, yes, I'm going to take that, I'm going to take that step. I've not done this. I don't understand how it works, but I trust Him. He said, test me and I'm going to do that to the glory of God. And then this morning, if you say, Lord, I want to give you everything I have, but I want to come into relationship. I want to make sure that my name, I want to know that my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. I'm going to stand before you one day. And Lord, I want to hear you say, enter, well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into my joy, into my my eternal kingdom. That's you. Would you raise your hand right now? Just raise it real quickly, wherever you are. Just raise it. Amen. So we're going to pray and we have uh, this morning. If you want prayer this morning, I'm going to ask you as, as the worship band leads us that you come forward. There'll be someone here that will pray with you, someone here that will pray for you. And I'm going to, we, we need a team over here. Ryder, I'm going to ask you, would you just go over there uh, and, and take a couple teams with you this morning? Thank you. Uh, just, just get a couple, go over there. Yeah just go over these all of these young people have God's touch in their life and you can take a step of faith you can you can go there they'll pray for you this morning in Jesus name heavenly father lord we love you we love you more than more than we can say and we thank you lord that we can be part of building your kingdom and filling the earth with with your salvation I ask your blessings upon grace and upon everyone this morning. We thank you, Lord, as we take a step for you. You take a step for us. Lord, you know exactly where we live. You know what we're going through. Lord, we even give those things that are broken in our lives to you. For you welcome those things, Lord, for you to touch. And I ask today that many will come to salvation. In Jesus' strong name, I pray these things. Amen. Joe and team, would you lead us in this and then we're going to dismiss you to go. Amen. The Lord bless you and uh, would you pray with me and imagine that day imagine that day around the throne in heaven just imagine with me everything's going to be behind us no regrets we've served the Lord and we get to sing forever and ever and ever worthy is your name praise the Lord Praise God. Go in his grace. Go in his blessings today. In Jesus' name, God bless you. Make sure to greet each other.